Welcome to Real Talk, Real Woman. I am Gemma Serenity, your host, and today, coming from Atlanta, Georgia, we have Tiara Vomack. She is an MBA, multi-best-selling author, radio host of the Mind Your Business show, speaker and founder of The Brave Way, is a serial multi-platform mompreneur of 17 years whose businesses have generated over seven figures. As a human design-based business mentor, alignment and wealth coach, Tiara helps female founders, experts, and thought leaders shift their money-sabotaging habits align their business with their purpose, and learn how to earn six figures a year, working less than eight days a month with VIP days based on their expertise and human design. And today we are talking about what to do when affirmations don't work after narcissistic abuse. Welcome, Tiara. Thank Thank you so much. I'm so, so, so excited and honored to be here with you today. Absolutely. Tiara, my first question, can you please just tell us a very short version of your story, like all the big events that shaped your life and shaped who you are today? I know it doesn't give you justice in five minutes, but it gives a little bit the feeling of knowing you or having an idea of what's going on with you. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for having me on. This is such uh, an important topic to my heart. And, you know, for me on this victim to victorious journey, it really, um, it's been quite a journey. So I am a two-time survivor of two long-term narcissistic abusive relationships. And uh, for so long, I thought that unhealthy relationships were the norm. So it wasn't until I realized that I was top of the leaderboard in the community, you know, entrepreneur, it's been 17 years for me, um, really successful businesses. I've hit the seven figure mark. And so front facing, I had all the things, the the life and that, you know, million dollar home and, and things of that nature. But on the inside, in my home, I was bottom of the leaderboard in my relationships and um, just really became a shell of myself going through and enduring that type of emotional, mental, and sometimes physical abuse. So for me, um, it's it's been such a journey of knowing who I am in business and as an entrepreneur, but, but still working through as a woman, as a mom, and um, now as a survivor of, of abuse, like really getting back to the core of who I truly am. So it's, it's been a ride. It's been a ride. It definitely is a ride, especially if you have two relationships in a row. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it is hard. It is hard. I'm, I have the same kind of story as well with two relationships, yes. like one time five or one time 10 years. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. there is a time when enough is enough. When or what happened? for you or when did that happen when there is a shift there is a moment it's like okay I don't take it anymore it's over I I don't play that yeah oh my goodness I oh I I still recall it vividly like it's it's happening you know right now so I had just finished walking my two sons to school and 
the, the, the neighborhood we lived in was picturesque. I mean, it was a model neighborhood, uh, very prominent. And I was VP of the PTA, you know, again, all of the things front facing. And um, I remember all smiles walking to school, of course, you know, to be strong for the boys. I never wanted them to know how I was feeling. And then I was all smiles walking home, waving to all the, the principals and the PTA and all the neighborhood moms. And I literally almost like fell into my door because I just was so sick and tired of faking of, of wearing this mask and completely miserable of, you know, living up to what people thought the millionaire life looked like and just, um, it, and just being surrounded by trauma all the time. And so when I walked in my door, like I said, I almost fell into the door and I just started sobbing. I was like over all of it. And I went into my bedroom and I just was on my bed flailing around crying, sobbing. And I just was talking to, to God and just, you know, at a point of like, like I, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm so miserable. I'm, I'm sick of, you know, living in this type of toxic environment. And I realized too that I no longer wanted my sons to see me compromise my values for a lifestyle. So it was like that day, I just was like, no, I know there's, there's more for me. I know that it's possible to live a fulfilled life um, that feels better than this. I didn't know what it was. I didn't even know like the term narcissist or narcissistic abuse, but I just knew this wasn't it. And that I was destined to, to live a life of love and happiness and fulfillment. So that, that was the turning point for me. Like from there, I, the, like the next few days, I, cause I didn't have a plan. Right. So the next few days I took my two young sons, we went to one of my best friends homes, which was such a blessing because her son and my son were best friends. So my sons thought that, that it was a big sleepover. Right. So they didn't even understand the trauma behind this. It just was like a big sleepover and we stayed there on her couch, again, going from a million dollar home to my best friend's couch. And we had a ball, we had a blast. It was so good for my soul being in a safe environment. The boys had a blast because again, they thought it was a big sleepover. So I'm so grateful for that, that it wasn't traumatic um, for them. And then from there, I relocated to Atlanta and just started over from zero. And that's what had kept me in the relationship so long was like that financial piece, the lifestyle, and um, just wanting a two-parent home that was different than what I had growing up. I didn't have a two-parent home. I, my parents divorced when I was seven. So just trying to have all of that for my sons, I realized that um, you know, it wasn't working. And, and that at the end of the day, for me to be the best mom and even to show up as the boss in my businesses that I had to really heal myself as a woman first and get out of that environment. So that's the day everything changed. It did change. So it was technically possible for you to do so. You were not like, like you, you were able to do so. He did um, not stop you from leaving. He tried. You know, of course, both both, uh, both relationships, they definitely tried. But um, for my second, like the last uh, relationship, it was beyond, um, it was deeper than 
what I was craving, right? So, so the, the codependency and the attachment for me, it really shifted to my sons. Like one day they will be men. And so what are they seeing? How are they seeing a woman be treated? Um, how, you know what I mean? And like, what is that environment that I want filled with love? Like, what are they actually growing up in? And I didn't want them to think that behavior was normal like I did. So it wasn't even, I never thought about healthy or unhealthy growing up. It just was what was normal. Um, and especially in the black community, there's a lot of like, don't ask, don't tell, you know, what goes on behind closed doors, stays behind closed doors type of thing. And so with the abuse and all of that, um, I didn't want my sons to uh, grow up thinking that was normal. So, so yeah, I kind of made it a priority. It was like, there was no going back unless mm. he made changes, which narcissists rarely do. So I just was like, you know, I have to do the hard thing. Wow. And this is also what inspired your mind, your business show, right? Yes. So yes. that it can so. be told, it can be said, not mm -hmm. recorded, not hidden anymore. Breaking the yes. silence around abuse, as I say in my show. Yes. Right? Uh, it was so important because for me, um, I always say that narcissists don't break into poorhouses, they break into mansions. And so I was just in my conversation with the women I know, you know, other C-suite level professionals, we would just be out for coffee chats and I would talk a little bit about, you know, my relationship or my journey. And I found so many of them that were sharing, they were in the same or wanting to know more about narcissism and whatnot. And I just was so shocked by the amount of very successful, very prominent women that were in my circle who were in abusive relationships and um, had this shame around it because it's like, how am I so successful? But yet I find myself in, in this type of toxicity. And so I realized all, a majority of these women stayed because of the lifestyle, because of the money, either they didn't have their own money or, you know, they just, they, they were scared that of the rebuild process. So that's where my coaching stemmed from because I was like, you know what, there have to be other women out there like me who stayed because they didn't know what the rebuild would look like. And they were scared, you know, they didn't have a plan and they didn't have anyone to really talk to about this and like a safe space. So, so that was really important for me to create those honest conversations because so many women deal with this, unfortunately, but we just don't know because we don't talk about it. It's true. It is true. Thank you. Really, yeah. really thank you for doing that. And I realize also by listening to your version of the story that it, there is really something very strong in terms of the fact of daring to speak, the fact of breaking the silence. So many people say, aha, me too. Yeah, yeah and me too. But I didn't dare to say it. If you wouldn't have brought it up, I would have kept it a secret. But yeah. as you talk about that, yeah, me too. And there is this, this relatable stories that we don't know they are relatable unless we break the silence. Mm -hmm. Unless we break the silence. And that's why I thank you so much for your show, because these are the types of conversations that women need to consume because even if they are not or have not been in an abusive relationship they know someone who has they, they have a sister a friend a cousin a mother a grandma somebody in their feminine circle is not being as treated is not being treated as well as they should and so it's like by them listening to these conversations they can then take that back 
if it's not for themselves to that woman they love and say, hey, I heard this or, you know, help give them guidance on it's possible to leave. And that was also such a, a push for me because it's like, not only am I leaving, but now I have to inspire myself, my sons and other women. Like I put that on my, my back very gratefully because I said, if I could just see someone else, myself that's been through this and, and is okay on the other side, that'll be great. At the time I didn't have anyone else. So I made, you know, this journey up as I went along, but now I can be an inspiration for other women to say, listen, you know, you're still this diamond going through those relationships. I look at them as a badge of honor because it's like, you know what? I went through them. I look at me, I am thriving and, um, you know, constantly doing the, the inner work to, to, know my value, to know my worth, and also to know what, what I craved that attracted that codependency and attachment and narcissism to me in the first place. It's like healing it for myself because that heals seven generations back and seven generations forward, right? When you do the healing, it's epigenetics, it's, it's, it's cellular level healing that we are doing. And, and so it's such important work that I'm proud to be a part of. And again, I thank you for for having the courage to, to leave your own situation and create this show. Gorgeous, thank you so, so much, Yara. Now let's talk about what to do when affirmations don't work, especially after narcissistic abuse, because there is something going on in the mindset that has mm -hmm. kept us in a victim um, mentality for way too long and it has created neuropathways and getting mm -hmm. out of that to return to a healthy mindset something mm -hmm. that is making you thrive and be happy and have all the money the time the love and the relationship that you want mm -hmm. there is something more than affirmations in there what is mm -hmm. in there oh you know that is is such a powerful um talking point of what to do when the affirmations don't work because for me i have been in metaphysics and and gone down the rabbit hole of manifesting and powerfully co-creating for years and years and years and so i've had huge manifestations in my life and like i said all you know out, outward success but um there were times when i was trying to especially when i was in the rebuild phase after my last um, relationship where I was doing all the things all day. It was almost too consuming, right? Like tapping and meditating and affirmations. And it's like, I had to start though with those inner core wounds of, you know, what allowed me to be in those relationships for so long in the first place. And so I think it's so important for the audience to, to know that if you are led to someone in your journey of rebuilding after a pivot in your life and they give you maybe journal prompts or affirmations or meditations or something that they promise are going to help but they're not resonating with you it's okay to do something else it's okay to pick and choose those modalities that do resonate and do hit home and then to leave the rest alone and maybe circle back to them at a later point because some type of self-care practice is vital. It's important to connect to source. I don't care if you call divine source, God, Allah, Buddha, it doesn't matter, you know, mother nature, whatever that is. But it's so important to connect to source and however you choose to do that, once you, once you decide on that, 
it's okay to, um, sorry, it's okay to then say, well, what I want to do is this week, I'm going to focus on affirmations. The following week, I'm going to do some guided meditations. The following week, I'm going to do visualizations, like whatever that is that works for you. It's important to, to give yourself some, some slack because I also found when I was, um, craving this, this rebuild and I was doing the affirmations, it's different when you look in the mirror and you say, I am worthy. I am beautiful. I, and if you're not feeling that, if it's not resonating, it is doing absolutely nothing to shift your consciousness. Right. And so it's like, and so then you, you even end up feeling worse because you're like, I spent 30 minutes doing affirmations. They're on stickies all over my house. And I still feel bad. What is wrong with me? right? There must be something wrong with me because everybody else is doing these affirmations or whatever else. And it's working, working for them. I say that with air quotes. So I say all of that um, so that you can really get to a place of understanding that this is your own journey. People like myself, people like Gemma, we are just guides that can share our own story as, um, you know, just like are part of the process, but you have to get to what works for you. And it's okay if it's not affirmations that day. It's all right. <laughs> it's true. There are so many modalities. There are so mm -hmm. many things. Availability. Because everybody wants to help. Once we are over all of that period, we want to help. I even feel it is my duty, my mission. I have to energetically give back to others mm -hmm. and oh, that. doing that it's true not everybody receives the same modality at the same time that works for them right. it is a variety of possibilities indeed tapping like DFT or meditation mm -hmm. I heard other things with uh, with uh, something with some movement of of, I don't remember the word when mm -hmm. your, your, your eyes follows back and forth mm -hmm. left and Rapid right eye movement I think yeah yes mm -hmm. something like that but th th there mm -hmm. is a modality with that 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 heals deep deep trauma mm -hmm. um even when you don't know what it is uh, there are many many things there are all the therapies all the mm -hmm. life coaching and everything mm -hmm. the programs and mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's really an internal shift that we are looking for Mm -hmm. when this right. internal shift happens and we can really peel a complete layer out of our life and become mm -hmm. a better version of ourselves that serve mm -hmm. us right. more mm -hmm. this is when really we can move forward and it mm -hmm. might not be with affirmations it might be with affirmations this is mm -hmm. one of the possibilities that we have available Mm -hmm. but saying right. things as they are yes recognizing mm -hmm. things yes you have to go through that yeah you have to I think it's important to try all the things because tapping has helped me immensely but there were days when it wasn't affirmations have helped me immensely but there were days when they you know it wasn't so I think try the things give yourself grace if it doesn't resonate and just make note of it. And if it does resonate, keep doing that thing. You don't have to mix it up. You can just see what is resonating with you because um, I always say like, if you don't feel worthy, 
of rebuilding to this life that is so good that you you dream about it. If you don't feel worthy of having all the love and happiness and healthy relationships surrounding you in your life, it's not going to be able to come in with ease. And we are here to live life with ease. We are here to be surrounded by health and wealth and prosperity and an abundance of love and success and all the other things. It's our birthright, in fact. So if you are creating resistance by not feeling worthy to receive it, then it just makes that that part of your journey so much harder. Totally. It's true. Thank yeah. you for saying the truth. Thank you for sharing yeah. the real experience. I mean, once we have left that horrific life, that narcissistic abuse or other kind of domestic and um, abusive relationship, mm -hmm. There is the after, and the after often, as you were mentioning before, you don't know how the rebuild looks like. And yeah. it's true, you do not know. When you when you leave, you honestly mm -hmm. do not know. It's a big inter interrogation point. It's it a big question. And you hear, okay, there is a time when you trust, you know what, it's so bad, it can only be better. And you go and you go. But before <sighs> that, you think, oh, it can only be worse. So you stay. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. you have to shift from it can only be worse to it can only mm -hmm. be better. Mm -hmm. And better will go through all this healing journey, will go through all this transformation, recognizing what is your part in the story so that you do not reproduce that in your next relationships. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. You know, you talk about the repeating patterns and not doing that, but you, you hit on such a, an amazing point when it comes to really, um, you know, understanding, I think you have to like, once you go through and you hit that rock bottom, there's only, uh, it's like when that pendulum swings, I say like the, the, the deeper, the lower it swings, the higher it will rise as well. Um, but when you hit that, that bottom point, it's like, it can only go up from here. And so there were many times when I thought about leaving and I hadn't, I don't think hit that bottom point yet. Right. Um, so for me, I had to go through that. I had to, 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 to realize I, if I stay in this any longer, you know, this is not going to be good. Like I literally have no, nothing else to give, not to my children, not to my, my employees. Like I don't have anything else to give. So, um, so it was important for me to hit that so that I could be in the mind state of, or state of mind of, it can only get better from here. It has to. It has it to. It has to. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Tiara. So people to reach out to you. So first of all, in the description, you have all the details of website, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, email, all that you want about Tiara, everything is in the description. Now, to make it very simple, thebravewaytribe.com. And I'm sure that from there, everything is available too. Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. And, and I am on Instagram at The Brave Way. And like you said, um, www.thebravewaytribe.com is the website. Voila. That's amazing. All right, yeah. Thank you so much for having you, been Tara. present with us to have this amazing conversation. So appreciate you. Open-minded. Thank you. That. It's been an honor. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.